0: Welcome to the Life Debt Blogcast, I'm your host, Johnny Orm, um, and today we're trying something a little different than the last couple of weeks. Um, last couple of weeks, it's been one post a week, so one post, one podcast. This week, we're doing two posts, one podcast, and the podcast is going to encompass both of those posts. So it comes out after, it comes out on the Friday. Coming out Fridays now. Um, post Thursdays and the blog posts are coming out on Mondays and Wednesdays uh, and I'm putting both posts together into one pod Uh, so if things don't quite mesh up in this episode it's because I'm going I've already recorded the episode so I'm going back to um, I'm adding in I'm special editioning essentially the episode of like new intros and new uh, transitions, but if something doesn't sound quite right, um, it's basically because I may have missed it in the edit. Um, so yes, this week's episode, as I put out last week, it does. It is about the High Republic Path of seats Seat by Justina Ireland and Tessa Grant, um, and the second half of the episode is Collection Corner Lego Red 5 of Luke Skywalker Helmet Review. So yes, two birds, one stone. Or well, two birds, one pod. Here we go. Uh, so we're starting off with the High Republic Path of Deceit. And we've got a wonderful um, voice note from your friend, my big space brother, from across the pond, Anthony, aka Rural Farm Boy, um, and hello, JJ, one of the cast has decided to come and grace me with his presence. But before we get into the review, let me remind you that you can visit facebook.com forward slash life debt blog pod. You can follow me on Twitter at bloodyorm, B-L-W-A-D-Y-O-R-M-E. You can follow me on Instagram Instagram.com forward slash mystarwarslifedebt. If you want to get in touch with the podcast, get in touch with, you can get in touch through all of those or if you just want to send us an email, it's Life Debt pod. sorry, it's Life Debt podcast at outwork.com. So yeah, those are the ways you can get in touch with the show. You can also leave uh, voice messages if you have the Spotify for podcasters app Um, just find me on their uh, life debt blog pod and um, no life debt blogcast and um, yeah just get in touch through there um, so yeah those are all the ways you can uh, get in touch so yeah let's uh, jump right into the episode uh, starting with the High Republic Path of Deceit review JJ stop stop it Sorry, bloody cat. When Phase 2 of The High Republic was announced, and revealed to be set even further in the past, I had some trepidations, uh, seeing how brilliant the first phase had been, with nary a misplaced step, with the exception of Midnight Horizon, which I have struggled to even get halfway through. The creative team, headed by Michael Siglain, had hit a creative home run, Martian Roe had devastated the Jedi, destroyed Starlight Beacon, and was taking his wave of terror towards the heart of the Republic. It was an ending worthy of the Empire Strikes Back comparisons. Then, after a month of not Star Warsing, it's a word, I started dipping my toe into the waters via the audiobooks. So, after blazing through Shadow of the Sith, I turned to the first part of the newest era of the High Republic. Path of Deceit. Path of Deceit by the High Republic co-creator Justina Ireland and newcomer Tessa Grant came out of the left field for me. It took me places I couldn't even begin to anticipate. Introducing us to Martian Rose's ancestor Mardaro, a force-worshipping cult, and two Jedi sent on an investigation. The lead characters of Maduro and Kevmo Zink are both well written and relatable characters. We get a look at how the Jedi of this time is different even to those from phase one. With Zink's natural ability to converse with others and oftentimes results in flirting is used by his master as a way of gathering information. The relationship between Kevmo and his master, Zala Makru, has a very different feel. This could just be how the two characters work together, but they have a very different relationship than any we've seen before between Master and Apprentice. Marda Rowe is the second lead protagonist and having read through most of phase one, the surname Roe holds some serious weight in the villain camp, so to get a lovely young woman who, despite her naivety, is so kind and sweet. Her devotion to the path whilst misguided, is unwavering. Her absolute faith in the mother, and the message that the path tries to put across, shows a deep-seated loyalty, and makes her character even more likeable. Her story right now is the one that I am most looking forward to continuing through phase two. You could easily make comparisons between Marda and Anakin Skywalker from the Phantom Menace, and it wouldn't surprise me if we were to get a similar story about her like we did for Anakin in the prequel trilogy. Another surprising aspect of this book is the tone, not to say that the High Republic has always been happy-go-lucky, but we are talking some The Rising Storm level of WTF moments. Things happen that not only did I not expect, but there are a couple of moments very close together that hit like a one-two punch combo to both kidneys with brass knuckles on both hands. Now, call me weird, but I'm partial to a good old cult. One of my favourite non-Star Wars books is Fight Club by Chuck Palahniuk, where the protagonist forms a cult. I wrote and directed a short film about two friends who start a cult. The whole concept intrigues me, so the path of the open hand instantly jumped out to me with the mother as the figurehead, who is totally using the group's religion status to make a lot of money and use it for her own gains. I am very interested in finding out more about her as this phase continues, and I'm wondering if the story of Marder and the path will continue in Cavan Scott's upcoming YA novel, Path of Vengeance. Overall, a surprising start to the second phase of the High Republic. My trepidations have been unfounded, And now I'm just waiting to finish Shadow of the Sith for the second time, before diving into the next book in the High Republic, Convergence, by Zoraida Cordova. Uh, Thank you for listening. Um, If you have enjoyed this podcast, please, please like, share, and follow, and of course, enjoy.
1: Howdy, Johnny. Darby. Just want to send a quick little message. I'm so very glad that you got back behind your microphone, buddy. I miss you. And caught the past couple episodes, I should have sent you something. I've been a bad listener friend to many pods that I've been wanting to send voicemails, and I keep getting in my own way, and i got to quit that and cut it out. So... You're going to go dive into the High Republic. And I'll take you as a help because I done went and tried to do that when Light of the Jedi came out. I found a spot to put a pause on my Pods playlist because it was a new Star Wars story coming out. And I thought, I want to know what this is. And I took it to work with me on that work day. And I think it was like a 13 or 14 hour long story. And I got home and I paused it. And I sat and thought about it and I was like, well, this is really weird. Because it didn't go and take to me. Very rarely if any, does any Star Wars not take to me. There's only one other time that's happened. And I was back in the dark times there to the Empire still doesn't sit right with me to this day and I'm glad it's Legends and they're picking bits and bobs off of it to use in canon now so what I've been doing is other Friends pods that are doing High Republic stuff that's how just like with the comics since I don't follow comics podcasts keep me up with what's going on with those stories in the galaxy far far away so you're going to do a jump into some of this and that'll help keep me lined up with what that is and I'm not sure it's still sitting in my audible maybe sometime if I think about it I'll go give it another whirl and see if it tries again just seems that be that period of history in the galaxy that just didn't it's not catching on me I, I don't know why it's weird Probably because we're stuck in the two different spots now with Rise of the Empire, with Bad Batch that's going on and all the other stories that are going in there. And then the start of the New Republic with Mando and Book of Boba that's there. And also back to the Rise of the Empire with Andor and stuff. Yeah, those living through all that. So that's what I got. I don't want to make this too long. And then... Well, if I do make it too long, then that means i make it a longer episode for you. <laughs> nope, but there we go, bud. Looking forward to what you got coming up for us. Whether it be my work day, or my passenger, or however it plays out. So then, till then, may the force be with you, little brother. Glad you're back. See you on the radio.
0: Hey, Anthony, aka Rural Farm Boy. It is so great to hear from you uh we have been kind of interacting on twitter um but no it's so so good to hear your voice uh especially after so long it's been it's well over a year since actually we we last spoke um so yeah it, it's it's great to hear from you um i mean we have we have interacted like i said um and I have noticed that you have been um, listening to um, listening to the audiobooks. Uh, I'm guessing you're either getting through podcasts at uh, an alarming rate, or I don't know, maybe some shows have gone by the wayside. I don't know. Um, yeah, your your uh, playlist seems to be uh, decreasing of late, and probably not through any fault of Right, more probably just maybe not so much content coming out at this point, which seems weird seeing as we're in like this heyday of uh Star Wars stories. Um although yeah, I had did notice that you hadn't been putting up any uh High Republic stuff. And yeah, there you go, you've uh answered my question. That I never got to ask you as to why. Um and it, it comes as a bit of a shock, uh, really, because, you know you, you know, you you love the story, you're in it for the story, and it sounds, it seems strange that a part of the story isn't connecting with you, quite possibly it could be because, like you say, it's because of, you know, it's a different era, like, here we are at the moment, going through so many different eras. Sorry, this cat is really doing my tree in. Um... <laughs> Um, like I say we are going through so many different eras of the story at the moment. Um You might you might um it might change for you though, um if we start getting the getting the shows in that era, especially with um the Acolyte coming out next year. So maybe maybe you'll you'll become a late convert to the uh the High Republic. Um you never know but yeah maybe maybe having like kind of that visual representation there but as well could could i don't know pique your interest and um maybe around then you might be you might give it another go um but yes uh yes i'm i'm jumping into high republic on audible at the moment yes um so like i've done path of the seat. Next week, my review for the uh, novel *Convergence* will be out as well. So, um, and that's like kind of the next seems to be the next part of the overall story. Um, so, yes, yeah, keep an ear out for that one as well. Um, but, like I said, buddy, it is so good to hear from you, and it's great to be back. Um, it's one of those things that I never didn't realize how much i had missed doing it until uh recently and then and so yeah it, it's great to be back it's great to be doing it again and getting like engaging with other star wars fans again which um i haven't done for quite a long time uh, so yes um thank you for uh dropping a voice note like i say it's great to hear from you great to hear your voice Uh, Yes, Um, and I hope to speak to you soon, Um, maybe I'll get you on the show, maybe we'll set something up, we should set something up, there we go, that's what we're going to do, we're going to set something up, (laughs) right, Uh, I am now going to, I'm going to stop waffling, I'm just going to stop rambling, and we're going to jump into the Lego Helmet Luke Skywalker Red 5 review, coming up now. When the first wave of lego helmets were revealed, I was somewhat of a naysayer about the collection. The first three, the Stormtrooper, uh, Boba Fett, and TIE Fighter Pilot didn't look all that great in my opinion, and the size looked pretty small for what you're paying for, even for a premium set. The later additions to the series started to look better, more screen accurate, and better designed. However, I'm one of those people who, if you start a collection, you need to do it properly. So I never took the plunge myself. Then along comes last Christmas, when my wife's aunt and her family got me the Red 5 buildable helmet for Christmas, to go with the two Obi-Wan Kenobi inspired sets my wife and kids got me for the holiday. This was the first of the sets that I started to build, and it didn't take... Long for me to realise that, whilst the end product does look good, the build itself felt rather repetitive. Don't get me wrong, I love building any LEGO set. For me, most of the time it's quite therapeutic. It allows me to just switch off from the world and just focus on something else for a change. And in that regard, the set did do its job. But when each new step is a few one-by-one one square pieces, the process did become quite tedious. Whilst the finished product looks absolutely amazing, I was disappointed by the fact that for a more premium set aimed at adult collectors, the use of stickers over printed pieces just feels like a cop-out on Lego's goes part. And it's not like there aren't already some printed pieces in the set these stickers do have much needed detail but the quality compared to printed pieces feels cheap, especially for a set made to be a display piece rather than a toy that kids can play with. But I don't want to just focus on the negatives and despite my issues I think the finished product does look absolutely amazing. The level of detail is superb, completely screen accurate and surprisingly big, not huge but a decent size and most importantly, a much welcomed addition to the collection. Despite my feeling the build was repetitive, it was really interesting seeing how the designers were able to so accurately recreate the helmet, including padding on the inside. With 645 pieces and a recommended retail price of 59.99, the price to piece ratio is pretty good. At around 10p per piece, it's far better than some of the regular sets we've had, which have had around 250 pieces at a whopping price of £35. Uh, Just check out the Resistance Transport pod from um, The Last Jedi. Whilst it is a fine addition to the collection, and worthy of a decent spot on the shelf for display, I won't be rushing out to buy any more sets from this series. There are a few I'd be interested in on sale, but right now with the collection having been mostly relocated and my display space is at a premium, I'm having to be a bit picky with new purchases and wishlist editions, and as great as it is, I just don't love the build enough to rush out for more. It does look damn good though. And thank you for listening to the Life Debt Podcast. If you've enjoyed the episode, please like, share, and get in touch, and share your thoughts and views. And without further ado, here we go. And there we have it. Extra on episode. Seems to have gone well. I think, special editioning it, I don't think I've missed anything, I don't think I've gone wrong, anyway, so, um, before we put the episode to bed, I just want to say thank you for listening, um, and, like I said earlier, when in my reply to, uh, Anthony, aka a rural farm boy, um, next week, uh, I'm doing uh The High Republic Convergence by Zoraida Cordova. That's the that's a review. And uh also I'm kinda of taking a putting some thoughts to uh digital paper um about the, the Mandoverse. Um in the run up to season three of the Mandalorian I started doing a rewatch I never actually got it finished due to time and time um but I have since carried on the rewatch uh and I'm just kind of like I said putting some uh thoughts to digital paper about the uh, you know this watch through because I'm doing because I fully intend to finish my Mandoverse rewatch before Ahsoka comes out. So watch this space if that happens. I'm hoping it will. Um, I'm halfway, so fingers crossed. I did put on pause so I could get some of these posts written, get the the first and the second parts of this, this thread written, um, before jumping into Book of Boba Fett. And also then I ended up doing a whole saga rewatch, um, so just the nine films. Then I did solo, so I'm going to have to watch Rogue One. It would be rude not to. Um, before I start Book of Bolivar, which gives me time to finish off my uh, rewatch part two, The Mandalorian Season Two. So next week, that's a long-winded way of saying, next week it's the High Republic Convergence review and also part one of my Mandoverse rewatch, which is me throwing out some thoughts on rewatching The Mandalorian Season 1. Uh, so yeah, that's it for this episode. You can rem- uh, find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash life debt blog card. You can find me on Twitter at bloodyorm, B-L-O-O-D-Y-O-R-M-E, instagram.com forward slash my style of life debt. And if you would like to email the show, you can do so at life debt podcast at outlook.com send emails, send voice notes send money maybe I'm kidding uh, but no, please get in touch with the show, let's fill these episodes with some life debt banter that would be quite nice wouldn't it, so without further ado I will see you next week may the force be with you and punch it Chewy!